0: To Syria now, where even though ISIS has lost its territory, you can still hear some voices calling for it to rise again. And they come from some of the women and children in giant detention camps, their wives and children of ISIS fighters. The situation poses a huge problem for the world, what to do with these thousands of people. NPR's Jane Araf reports their beliefs might just be getting stronger as they remain in limbo. This is the El Hall camp. It's a combustible mass of more than 70,000 people, many of them hungry, sick, and for these women who have lined up for three days for food, furious. There's a large group of women waiting here who say it was never like this in what they call a daula, the state. They say they lived there happily for five years, despite the brutality it was notorious for. They tell me everything was better under ISIS. They say there were rules there, no bribery, no theft. No one was better than anyone else. When there was food, it was distributed. Here they come every day to be told there's nothing for them, to be humiliated, they say. Many of them are among the 30,000 Iraqis in this camp. Most came out of the last sliver of ISIS territory in Syria in March. They won't give their names. If it weren't for their airstrikes on our tents and camps, killing our children, we would not leave the caliphate. This is injustice. We pray for ISIS to come back. All of the women are covered head to toe in black cloaks that trail in the mud. A few have covered even their eyes in a black, gauzy veil. They wear long black gloves. Theirs is a vengeful god. One tells me God will punish them for waiting in line for food instead of praying. Another tells me God decrees that even having a finger showing is as immoral as having sex outside of marriage. They tell me I need to cover like them, that I'm an infidel. Convert, convert, they tell me. We mention the part of the Quran that says Christians and others are people of the book who actually should be respected rather than killed. If she became Muslim and covered like us and became a member of our religion, she would not be killed. No. We ask about the Yazidis. The religious minority in Iraq, who were the victims of ISIS genocide. Thousands of them killed and taken into sexual slavery. (laughs) Devil worshippers, they showed. The mischaracterization of their ancient religion that has led to dozens of massacres over the centuries. My colleague, Sengur Khalil, says to them, you're Iraqi and I'm Iraqi. Did the Yazidis deserve what happened to them? One of the women answers, If they don't convert to Islam and they don't become Muslim like us and worship God, then they deserve it. Is there anything that the Dowla did wrong or was the Dowla perfect? The women say everything, everything there was what God wanted. In the Dowla, they say there was no blasphemy, there was no music, no wearing tight clothing or men smoking those cigarettes and even tweezing their eyebrows, no men looking at women. These Iraqi and Syrian women don't understand why their husbands have been taken away to prison. They ask why the men can't join them. The Iraqi government says it plans to repatriate their women and children, to put them in camps in Iraq. But the Kurds who are holding them in this underfunded camp say they won't send anyone back who doesn't want to go. So for now, they're not going anywhere. Foreign ISIS families at a smaller camp were given lectures on how ISIS is not Islam. Some even hear from former Yazidi slaves about what ISIS did to them. But there are no similar programs here for Syrian and Iraqi ISIS families, and there are very few in Iraq. These women and girls say they're here because ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi told them to escape, to safeguard the next generation of ISIS. We came here because of the hunger, so the children wouldn't die, so you wouldn't kill us. In fact, it's a girl from the Iraqi city of Tikrit, one of the ones who was telling me to cover, who sounds the most fervent. She's probably 10 or 11. The ones who are not covered now I ask God, in the next life, to light the fires of hell with their hair. Another girl tells us on Judgment Day, God will pour molten metal in the ears of those who listen to music. The girls say they went to school under ISIS, but they won't go to school again until the caliphate returns. They all believe it's just a matter of time. Jaina Raff, NPR News, in the al hol camp in northeastern Syria.